The Rainmaker Multiplier On Demand Series is brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity, a financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach to advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit ClarityToProsperity.com. Welcome to the Rainmaker Multiplier On Demand podcast. I'm excited to continue the series of operating virtually in an environment to continue to do marketing. And today we're going to talk about how to grow your business through virtual workshops. I've invited my friend Rick McClanahan, who my own personal practice, the JL Smith Group, as well as a lot of our advisors throughout Clarity to Prosperity, have been utilizing his nonprofit adult education program through AFIA to get butts in the seats in a live setting to um, educate them and then ultimately be able to earn their trust by educating them to turn them into financial services opportunities or financial planning clients. And now Rick, uh, as well as many other groups, are, is making the transition to operate in a virtual environment. And I'm excited to hear about what you've been up to, Rick, in the transition that you're making. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. So, Rick, I, um, yeah, so, so again, I've been, um, your program is by far one of the most effective things that we do out of my personal practice, the JL Smith Group. We brought in over 60 million in new client assets last year. So, and a big part of that came from these nonprofit adult education workshops, pretty large percentage of that. Um, I, I would say about 25% actually. Wow. And so, yeah, so no doubt about it, this is a big part of our business. And so um, we um, obviously in, in the current environment, uh, we're having to all make the transition from doing it live to doing it virtually. And I'm excited to hear about what you've done um, at AFIA and what we're going to be doing and, and kind of how, how it's going to work differently, but also how it's going to work the same. And so, Rick, what I was thinking about from a context of, of, our, uh, of our podcast today, first of all, if you can, you can give, uh, if you would, just give an overview of AFIA and what it is. I know I've already kind of done that, but, you know, a little bit more, maybe a minute or two overview of AFIA and, and what it is. And then what we'll do is we'll kind of break this podcast into talking about the before, the during, and the after. So okay. what happens before um, the, you know, the webinars or, or virtual workshops uh, happen? And then what happens during and what's that look like for the advisor? And then what happens after? And so, so let's start with the overview, Rick. Uh, go ahead and give us an overview. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Afia, we've been in business now as, a non, as a 501c3 nonprofit organization since 2010. Uh, we started out just basically myself and a partner doing uh, local classes here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And then it kind of organically grew and grew. And then the next thing I know, it was like it got its own wheels and became like this big national thing. Uh, and now we have about 200, a little over 200 advisors uh, across the country, like such as yourself, uh, who teach classes, live classes, primarily in colleges and libraries 
uh, all over the country. And on average, I mean, we were teaching probably close to 100 classes a, a week on average. Uh, and I mean, you know, had you told me <laughs> that, you know, two weeks, two, three weeks ago, uh, that we would take a model like that that was, you know, pretty much working on all cylinders where, you know, we really had it dialed down on how to get the butts in the seats, like you mentioned, how to make sure the demographics were right, how to make sure the advisors were trained, how to make sure that the, the venues were, were going to approve us. All of these things were kind of systematically done for us as a nonprofit organization and as an organization as a whole. And had you told me two or three weeks ago that we'd be switching that workable model uh, into something now that would be virtual, I probably would have laughed at you. But, you know, I tell all of my advisors uh, that are in our programs, uh, you know, a virus like this or a situation like this, circumstances like these won't kill your business or destroy your business. What will destroy your business is the inability to adapt to it and to learn new things. And so, and, and we're having to do that too. We're having to learn how to, how to take the model that we have and basically make it virtual. And so the good thing about trying to do that, Jason, is that we really have a lot of data to go on in terms of what works, what doesn't work, just from a live perspective. And right. so when we start teaching people how to do it virtually, a lot of the things, same things still apply. So that's kind of you know, where we are right now. That's great. Yeah, that's great. So let's talk about it. Let's, let's go into the weeds a little bit for people who have not done um, these, uh, these workshops in the past, these nonprofit adult education workshops, and even for those who have. And let's talk about what's the same of how, how you're getting the butts in the seats and the whole registration process, the whole marketing and registration and everything, confirmations and all the way leading up to them showing up and then what happened, and then we'll switch gears to the during. But let's talk about the before first. So tell me about everything that happens before and what the advisor's responsibility is, and then ultimately what your, your you know, Afia's responsibility is in the, the, in the before part. Sure. Okay. Well, the biggest thing, I think, when you're looking at any kind of program like this, you want to make sure um, that there's ample training. Uh, you know, there's a lot of programs similar to this that would claim to be able to, you know, get you in front of a lot of, uh, you know, desired prospects, so to speak. Uh, but then once they get you there, there's not a lot of support. There's not a lot of back office support, front office support or training to help you transition or even be able to get, you know, to know what to do when you're in front of those people. So for us, one of the first things that we do when a new person comes onto our program is we put you through a training. We put you in a training group and then put you through a series of training uh, sessions. They're all virtual, they're done online. There's a lot of videos that you watch. Uh, and then you actually have conversations with different people or members in our team uh, from the, the chapter development specialist that sets you up when you first get started. Uh, they do a territory analysis to make sure that there's enough demographic in your area to support running classes. That's one of the first things you need to make sure of because if you jump into a program like this and you didn't go to do uh, pull a, a list count to market to and you don't have enough people that program's going to fail for you um, So that's right. the first thing we do is we train people and on how to run the, how we run the counts um, What the demographics are then we train on how to present we train on our program what to say what not to say And that's kind of the first thing and then so from that point we start train once we've trained the advisor on 
what the program is, you know, what the courses look like, how to teach the courses and so forth, then our job uh, from a FIA side is to then go to work on the back side of that and then start doing the marketing to make sure that we have people in the seats. Um, make sure, and we have what we call academic coordinators uh, whose job it is to basically stand and walk hand in hand with the advisor as they're getting into the program and throughout their time with the FIA uh, just to make sure that their, their venue is booked or to help them find a venue if they're not even familiar with their area. Maybe, you know, they've never done this before, so they might not know what library or college would be available. Uh, so our job as academic coordinators is to actually make those phone calls uh, to get everything arranged, to see if there's a price or a fee for it, to see if we can get a discount because we're a nonprofit. Uh, and essentially, they're like a partner where they set everything up from getting the mail uh, going, getting the, the mailer, uh, designed to where we make sure there's no errors on it, that the time and the date and everything, it's like putting a second set of eyes on it. And so that's the setup part that we do uh, behind the scenes after we've trained the new advisor. And then from there, we're kind of ready to hit the road and start the marketing. So let's talk about the training. So the training um, part, uh, that's in an online uh, e-learning type of module format. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, there's a, we, right now we run our training groups every other week. So there's like a two week process to get into a training group. Uh, and that starts off, uh, I think they start every Wednesday, every other Wednesday. And essentially so it's five. It is, well, some of it's recorded and then there is some sessions in there where you will actually have a conversation with a chapter development specialist kind of midway through. And oh, okay. Yeah. And so while that's, that's going on. a little bit since I went through it years ago then. It yeah. is, it is. And we did that because of volume. You know, we started, to, we started growing a little faster. And so it was just more, it was, we figured out that it was easier, obviously, to take on a lot more people at once, put them through, and they have a lot of similar questions. Uh, they have a, we have a Facebook group now that where they can interact on that as well during the training. Yeah. Uh, so it makes it a lot more streamlined. How many hours is the training? If, if I'm a new advisor, I want to do this tomorrow. What's my commitment? How many hours is it going to take? You know, what's the commitment to get up and running? So you could get through, like we have a training course uh, that everything is kind of streamlined to be done within two weeks. Now that doesn't mean that you're going to be every single day going through eight hours of training. It just means that something happens every single day. Like on one day, you're supposed to get a headshot and bio in, and then we're also running a background check. And then the next day, we're going to make sure uh, that, you know, we fill, you fill out the information to put on your business cards. And, and you also look at, there's five uh, videos that you have to watch. And then the next day, there's this, and, and then there's your call with the, the chapter development specialist. So every day, there's something that happens. Compliance happens on one day, and then there's a back and forth with that. So it's kind of laid out in a track that can take up to two weeks. But if you're aggressive with it, which we have several people who are like, look, I want to teach as soon as possible. So they get into our program on day one and they say, look, I want to streamline this. And they can still get through faster than the two weeks if they want to. But most people go through in the two weeks and then we get really good reviews because of the way that it's spread out to where it's digestible. And they really come out feeling like they can accomplish something with this program. Gotcha. So, and, and, and does that sync up pretty well with the marketing? Like, let's say today I'm like, all right, here's my credit card number. I want to get a virtual workshop filled as soon as I can or a seminar webinar. Um, how do I, you know, how long is it going to take? Absolutely. So if we're talking about live stuff, then, you know, we still have a five week to six week lead time 
um, if you if we ever you know when things get back to normal and we get to doing that, right. uh, there's still a five to six week lead time. Now what can happen while you're in the two week training process behind the scenes? We can all you'll have an academic coordinator that can potentially be booking out a date for you uh, to teach and things like that. So if there's it can happen almost simultaneously. So that by the time you get done with your training, you've got a class coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, the lead time for virtual is a little bit different, as also is the training. So the training is abbreviated because if you're coming in right now, like if someone were coming to today, come into our program today or tomorrow, uh, there's an abbreviated uh, class because we don't have to necessarily go into the mailers and the cost of the mailers and the investment from the advisor as far as mail costs and lead times and all that stuff because all of those, those things change when you're doing uh, webinars. So for that, it might only take you about a week to get through all of it. And the lead time is only about two weeks total. So within three weeks of joining today, you could potentially be teaching your first webinar. Okay. So like today, if I'm like, all right, Rick, I want to do a webinar in three weeks from now, you could fill a webinar for me um, for no profit adult education. Yep. Great. Great. So the, so the before, but the before uh, unit of, and, and really I've uh, picked this up from, uh, a guy I follow, you maybe heard of the uh, podcast, it's called I Love Marketing, and it's Joe Polish and Dean Jackson. And okay. so Dean Jackson teaches like everything he teaches, he's a marketing group, guru, is the before, the during, and the after. So I thought that was a good way to framework this out. So the before, the advisor's responsibility, other than pulling out a credit card, and not being scared to invest in their business during these uncertain times and this new transition of what they're gonna, you're going to have to do, right? And that's right. that's what I'm trying to you know really get the message across to advisors. Man, you can't sit back right now and just do nothing and wait for the you know wait for things to open up and go back to normal. This is a new normal. We don't know how long it's going to last, but at the end of the day, if you invest in yourself and you invest in this new capability that you're going to have now all of a sudden, you know, when, when the dust settles and things open up again, not only going to be able to do live workshops, you're also going to be able to do virtual workshops and you're going to be much more proficient in operating in a virtual environment and be able to do business with loved ones of your clients, you know, referrals from all around the country, if you weren't already doing that. So I really do believe this will be a blessing in disguise for the, those of us that embrace it and just really go after it because this is a whole nother way that we're going to be able to get in front of people and grow our business. Um, all right, let me step off the pulpit and go back to <laughs> the floor, right? And so we talk. I do it too. I do it too. <laughs> it's because we're very, you and I both are the same in that we're very passionate. We recognize during times of contraction, these are opportunities for us to grow and get better, not to fold, you know, and I think we're yeah, both the yeah. same on that in that regard. Yeah, because so many of our competitors are folding and are shrinking back and aren't taking action, aren't willing to take the risk. And, and, and as entrepreneurs, it's all about risk and reward. And this is an opportunity to take the risk and reap the reward by building a new capability and going after your, your local market share. So, um, so going back to the, the before, right? So, so we talked about the training that needs to be done. Yep. We talked about basically just pulling out the card so you can get the marketing started by a FIA. Right. And, and, and so other than the training and the marketing, and part of the training is sounds like a lot of administrative setup, right? 
um, like getting the headshots and, you know, what other stuff kind of might fall in that category. Other, you know, their advisor has to do some training to get their capability to deliver this content in a virtual environment, but just deliver the content in general. So I get that. But what other kind of administrative stuff other than the headshots, anything else, Rick? Well, if you're doing it virtually, like what we're talking about, there's not a need necessarily to get business cards ordered. Those are things that we would do. So there's business cards. Uh, we would also have you uh, order workbooks. We're not doing that. We're actually giving you a, a digital version of the workbook. So yeah. again, the program really has streamlined from the live version. It makes it really a lot easier to deploy. There's not a lot of administrative things. The biggest thing that, that existed then and still exists now yeah. Um, is compliance. Uh, if you, if, if, if the advisors have to go through any kind of compliance for their uh, securities uh, licenses, yeah. then that can still be the one administrative thing that behind the scenes could is, is not even up to us. And that's the one thing that could prolong them actually getting started is if they have a compliance issue. Right. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure some imagery, you know, to be the chapter president and that kind of stuff that you might want to, incorporate in but yeah yeah and we, we still do that so we'll still set up a chapter page uh for them and 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 get their headshot by all that stuff done but the main thing like i said from an administrative standpoint it's kind of been streamlined yeah excellent okay so i think that covers the before pretty well um and then let's talk about the during right so what what happens during so let's say it's the day of the webinar or workshop you know, walk me through, you know, what that looks like in the hours before and then when we go live and who's doing what and what's, what exactly ha is happening there. So the good thing about the webinars, what we've done, and in addition to our own training that we just train you on how to set up, you know, how to, how to work with a FIA, working with a nonprofit, what you can and cannot say, those types of things. What we've also set up is a one-on-one -on -one training day or opportunity, not a whole day, it just takes about an hour or so, to where we actually teach the advisors how to operate our new platform that we've got to deliver these webinars. And so we'll go through with them and teach them how to you know, set it up. We upload the whatever class they have. We still have over 30 classes for people to choose from. And by the way, uh, now that it's a virtual thing, they have an opportunity to perhaps change or, tr or try some different courses uh, that they might not normally mail for because you might want to try a different age demographic or you might want to try some other things. So uh, that may not have worked with mail as well. Um, but so we walk people through uh, how to do that. We walk all our advisors on how to set everything up. Uh, it's kind of a one-on-one, -on -one, you know, training that they get. Uh, then what happens is, you know, when it comes game time, they've already been trained uh, and, you know, we upload the webinar on the time now on the time that it's supposed to deploy. Now, what we also have still there with the advisor, because again, we're really big on providing that value to our advisors. We never want to send them out, you know, just a sheep amongst the wolves, especially on something that's new. Uh, so we have our academic coordinator who gets on board or, or goes when the advisor is going to get online to do their course, uh, their webinar. The academic coordinator also jumps on at the same time to make sure that the sound is right, that, you know, he, she can hear or he can hear. Uh, the person that's speaking, uh, we did one the other day. It's funny. It's not funny, but it's kind of funny because the good thing about this too is everyone is trying to figure this out. Like not just us as, you know, people that are deploying it or uh, 
our chapter presidents or advisors who are trying to do it, we're all trying to figure it out just like the first time I taught a, a, a live class and I was shaking with the paper in my hand and I looked really nervous, but I still got clients because they realized that I wasn't some polished, trained assassin. I was a real person. And it's the same thing with these webinars. You know, these people, these consumers who are sitting at home right now looking for things to do, they're not used to being on webinars. So they are, there may be some issues for them with sound or if you have a sound issue, uh, but what my story was, uh, we had a lady who did a webinar the other day and um, she didn't understand or didn't know how to switch her screen to where it would, you know, the PowerPoint would start to play. She forgot how to do it. We trained her. Uh, but so she was talking through her webinar and the, the first screen was showing the whole time. Um, and it, you know, and our academic coordinator was calling her and all this other stuff, but it's kind of hard to, <laughs> to do it once they're, they've gone live. Right. Uh, but she still wound up getting people after that that wanted to talk to her. So, and so, she, you know, our process really is to try to set up, you know, it's kind of take the path of least resistance. And so with the program that we have, you have a couple of options where in the right-hand side of the screen, you'll have an option to put your link up there to like a Calendly or something like that, whatever booking calendar you use. And so when you start off the webinar, the first thing you want to say is, you know, you want to introduce yourself let everybody know that you're going to be going through the program or going through whatever course it is with them. But the main focus of this webinar today, this is me speaking like them, the main focus of this webinar today is I want to really hit the highlights of what's important or some of the things that I feel are the most important conceptually about, you know, ABC topic. But the main thing that I want to do, and just because of this type of venue or this type of circumstance what I'm in, that we're in right now, the main thing I want you to do is understand that I'm gonna give each and every one of you a personal opportunity to speak with me on the phone. Uh, so in the right-hand side of here, there's a link to my calendar. And throughout this, I want you to make sure you take advantage of getting or, or saving your spot to have that opportunity to speak with me. Because I'm gonna to touch high level on a lot of this stuff, but you're going to have specific questions and there's a lot of people on this call. So it's gonna be difficult for me to really answer all of those. Uh, just the same as if I was in a live class. And then what I'll tell what we teach people how to do is also maybe midway through, you want to keep, you know, planting that seed. Hey, by the way, you know, I know a lot of you are going to have uh, questions about this particular subject. This is when, I, when we do webinars like this, or even when I used to teach the live classes, a lot of people have a lot of questions here. So what I want you to do, because I know you're going to have these questions, is just make sure you click my link on there to set up a call with me afterwards so I can make sure that I go over that with you as That's it great. pertains to you, right? So yeah. you're planting that seed. You keep planting those seeds. And then again, you probably do it one more time towards the end. Yeah. And you know, and that's kind of the during when you're doing it, we teach you how to do that. And, and it, it becomes really a seamless process. And, and you're going to get people that are going to want to say, you know what, it's worth it to me to get these answers over the phone. And then, of course, once you got them on the phone, that's when you really kick into your own as a financial advisor. You kind of know what to do at that point. You start asking the right questions, getting the information that you need to gather from them. And then you know, we have to learn to adapt to do things virtually with DocuSign and stuff like that for you know, to adapt to those things for applications and stuff. Right, right. Yep, exactly. So, so talking about the during, okay, so you're going to have a host when the meeting starts to, um, that's on, or not a host, a program coordinator, right? That is going to be on there to help make sure like no kinks and, you know, just uh, sounds good and kind of all that good stuff, right? Is that what I heard you say? That's right. So the advisor, the chapter president will actually have the ability to launch their own webinar because it'll yeah. be the controls will be on their side. 
Okay. But at the same time, you will have the academic coordinator that's also there just in case something goes wrong or just because just you want to have somebody in the audience that's on your side in case the sound keeps going in and out or it's buffering or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just don't want to have that or you forget to switch your screen. Yeah. Uh, so you've got some backup in case. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so is it uh, is the technology enable you to have um, you and the program coordinator um, or uh, is it program coordinator or what academic the, coordinator academic coordinator um, dialogue before everybody else can hear um, is that um, typically how, how you do it or uh, they can do that um, and but I don't know I don't know that we've done that yet okay. so yeah. I don't know if I that's, know if if that's what like they'll a, do yeah, but I guess you can you definitely probably, give somebody the microphone or turn or unmute someone, and just you, it's just like any other web platform where you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so what I didn't, yeah, what technology are you are are you using? Click Meeting is the actual platform that we use, but we've got a it's some proprietary stuff that we had built into it that allows us to do some of the other things that we're we, we're launching out. And then is there, do you email a workbook uh, that people follow along with while they're doing the webinar, the attendees? The... So we struggle with that a little bit because um, we obviously, the workbooks are, um, you, you, you gotta, you want to be careful if you send them stuff and then they, they don't listen to you. They're, they're you know, they may just say, Hey, I got this workbook and they're going to start yeah. watching that. Uh, or, you know, we also want to make sure we, there was a way that we at first were going to use the workbooks to have people when, when you still could go outside or go to offices and stuff like that. Um, right. You know, then people would come in and get a workbook, but yeah, yeah, we basically have set them up to where they're abbreviated or not abbreviated, but they're a PDF version of the workbook and okay. uh, we can just email it to them and, and okay. they can get access that way. So is that the best practice? Do you guys email that out or we email that out to all the people that are, you know, and you guys give us a list that we email it or do you email it to the attendees? So for all the attendees, we're going to give you an entire list uh, of all the people that attend and register. Uh, okay. And that's all included in the cost. And you can, you can follow up with them with workbooks and any other information. You can put them in your newsletter or whatever you want to do uh, at, at that point. Um, and there's also a way in the software to where you can actually include the workbook as the downloadable link in the, co in the right hand column. It's kind of a chat column. Yeah. Uh, and they can just hit that button and it automatically download too if you wanted to do it that way. Okay. Okay. So, so we get the list beforehand, even yes. before the webinar. We have the opportunity to, to mail or to email them the PDF workbook to kind of follow along, right? Yep. PDF version of the workbook. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, you or, can, uh, you can we, email them or they can do it um, that, while you're live. You can just have it pop up. We can, we can load all that for you. If you want it to be live, we can load that. We can load your calendar. We can load the PowerPoint as well. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So I got it. So, so yeah, I think we would probably email it before just to establish that first line of communications. Um, but yeah, so we get it out to them. They get on. We do the webinar throughout. We're, we're kind of let them know up front they can book, and we have to link the Calendly. Um, and then throughout, and then at the end as well. So, yeah, tell me about how when we're landing the plane and what's the length of the webinar that best practice, how long do we want to make it? So, best practices are, you know, for, for what we are suggesting, 
and again, it, there's some variables in this. So if you are a person who uh, probably like you and me, and, and you know, there's several great speakers out there, great, just people that love to talk. And so we're, it's kind of engaging. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you could probably, you can keep people on a little longer as long as you can keep the content fresh and keep them engaged. But if you kind of, you got to be careful about that because there's kind of a limit before people start to fall off. And so for best practices for us and what we're doing or telling our advisors to do, uh, or chapter presidents to do is hit the highlights on the presentation. Now, normally, you know, when we're booking a live event, we'll tell, we'll say that our presentations are, we book the room for two hours. Right. And then we normally tell people to kind of take a break in the middle. So there's a good little portion of that that's really spent for the break. Um, but most of these presentations, if you hit the high notes, you can get done with them in an hour. Right. Um, or even if you do it really well, you can get done within 45 minutes. And so we try to tell people, focus on the, on the slides that are the, the, the key elements, the, some of the most important things, the most intriguing things that you feel like people are going to have the most problems with understanding. Yeah. Touch on those things. And then that's also when you want to say, you know what, I get this is probably one of the most difficult things that you're going to deal with when you're either trying to, you know, whether it's Medicare or Social Security or in retirement or taxes or whatever, this is the thing that trips the most people up. Now, I'm gonna spend a few extra minutes on this particular slide, but this is also the reason why I want you guys to know, just remember my calendar's on the right-hand side, I want you to click because this is going to affect you individually. And so you're gonna to wanna to ask me questions on how this particular information applies directly to you, and that's what that phone call's for. So again, it gives you that opportunity to set that up because the webinar now, you know, a live workshop was, what I always, when I'm teaching people or training them, that was an opportunity for you to build a relationship more than anything. It was more important. The relationship building was more important than the subject matter period, because if you're sitting there and you're making eye contact and you're talking and you're laughing and you're connecting with people, they feel comfortable with you. They're going to come see you anyway, regardless of what, you know, really was said in the class. The material is good enough to do that by itself. But if you add that personality, they're coming to see you. Yeah. To, to do it on a webinar, it's a little bit more difficult because you can't get that kind of connection. So that's why you have to really hit highlights and tie it in with words of how it's going to affect them. And so that's how we, we get them to, to do that. And so keeping it, say, 45 minutes max to an hour is kind of the ideal sweet spot for that. Yep. Good, good. That's helpful. And then, so the topics, so, in, in, and I think you know this, so my three advisors, uh, Brian and Jeff and Chad, are the ones doing this out of my practice, out of the JL Smith group, doing the AFIA workshops. But um, what are the, um, I know there, I don't know the terminology, but I, I remember when I took the training years ago, um, when we first launched this out of my practice, is, uh, you had to kind of have them sign something to switch gears from being the nonprofit instructor to now I'm a financial advisor. Yeah. How does that work in this virtual environment? I know before we used to do that when they'd come in for, you know, an in-person lab session or whatever. Um, how's that work here? It's kind of the same thing. Um, when someone signs up for uh, a phone call with you or if if you're in a if you're in a place where they can still come to see you live then that obviously doesn't change anything uh, but if someone signs up just for a phone conversation and that's all that happens you want to say okay well before we once they've signed up now you're calling maybe 
uh, when you get them on the phone, hey, look, the first thing I got to do is I'm going to email you a copy of uh, our uh, disclosure form. You still have to get that, still have to turn that in, whether that happens on that first phone call or as long as it happens before you start providing advice, because that's what that disclosure form to separate is. Um, we have that, you know, that disclosure form allows you to explain to your prospect or client that AFIA's job as a nonprofit is to provide the education, but then my job as an advisor and also representing uh, AFIA is to make that, draw that line where if we're having this phone conversation, you may have specific questions that's going to require my professional knowledge, uh, and that's going to be more in-depth than what AFIA could offer, so I need you to sign that disclosure. And that's still how you make the transition. You can do that over the phone just like you would in person. I gotcha. So I, I think from uh, what I what I might have heard you say, I mean, every advisor can cater it to whatever they're most comfortable with. But you do the webinar, um, you go ahead and set up the phone consultation. You do right. the phone consultation, and then you let them know that you know so, you know some of the things that you're asking or that you may need advice on or going to require me to step out of the scope of instructor for a FIA and now it's going to be more um, giving you advice as an advisor so I'm going to send you a document that you need to sign and then at that point on our next meeting you know and set up another virtual meeting um, I can go ahead and provide that advice to you and then you can take them through your normal process virtually online. Yep, it's, it's, that's, uh, that's exactly right. And it's almost identical to the live process, except that it's essentially being done by phone. Now, uh, we've talked about allowing people to um, put the, uh, we, we're trying to create like a, a digital form for it, like an automatic, you know, they just fill it out online and it kind of automatically signs it that way, like a DocuSign, yeah. kind of like a DocuSign. That way you don't have to worry about people who can't scan things or email or fax it back to you, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that that's absolutely. I mean, we use DocuSign all the time. That's what I would do with that form, and yeah. stuff. Put it into that because um, that's so easy um, to 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 facilitate and get that done. Um, good, good. So okay, so I understand the during pretty well. Now let's let's you know, we started talking about the after because I would say the after is after the workshop. And, you know, you're really looking to get that phone call scheduled, that consultation call, still under the umbrella of the nonprofit AFIA. And then we're looking to obviously transition that into then going through your typical financial planning slash sales process, whatever you do. Um, so with that being said, um, talk to me about... Um, uh, Rick, what else does AFIA play any role after or after the workshop or or the live, you know, the virtual seminar? Um, or at that point, is it is is all of that responsibility at that point the on the advisor? Or is there any additional follow up or anything that needs to have? Sounds like we need to get the form back to you that's signed if we have a financial engagement or start to have financial conversations, that's certainly part of the after anything else. Yeah, essentially that's, uh, that's going to be it. just the same as if it were live class, you're going to get that form back to us. We were going we may run a survey 
uh, kind of like your eval form, we may run a survey, just but like through SurveyMonkey, where we send it out to the attendees, they can do us quick, it's like a, a digital eval form for us instead of you having to send that physical one in. Um, uh, but other than that, and then normally what, with our basic packages, you're probably going to have a minimum of three webinars scheduled. So then we go into the mode of, you know, scheduling the next one, working on the next one for you and making sure that one's set up and ready to go for the next time. Excellent. And the whole, um, and Rick, you may, we haven't had a chance to catch up, but that's what we at C2P at Clarity to Prosperity has been working laser focused on is building out all the training and resources of how to run your financial plan and really how to run the bucket plan and how to operate in a virtual environment. And right. so, so this is what's so great about the relationship between AFIA and C2P is you guys are doing marketing and getting getting the people onto the webinar and then we really after that the after is where we come in right you're the before and the during the after the webinar is where we're going to kick in and teach the advisors step by step where how to use the tools what software what hardware camera positioning best practices how, what to show what on the screen and when in order to get that uh, client through the virtual sales slash financial planning process to make them a client right and to move assets and move forward with your product and portfolio recommendations um rick as we kind of uh, wrap things up here tell me about costs what, what what's it is there different options or tell me about the cost for an advisor that wants to move forward um both existing advisors that maybe were previously doing the online workshops and now want to do the virtual, what's, is there a difference and what's that cost structure look like? We're a brand new person. What does the cost look like for them? Right, right. And so, um, yeah, just to speak to your other point though, cause that you kind of, you, you, you just barely touched on that, but I think that's very strong how you guys have that virtual training process and, and platform that's already built in. Cause we deal with a lot of advice or a lot of uh, FMOs and, and, training groups and stuff like that. And a lot of them are still scratching their head trying to figure out how to do that. And so the fact that you guys are so far ahead on that, that's, I think that's awesome. Um, but as far as the, uh, the, the different programs for an, a new advisor, we have a couple of options for a new advisor, uh, who's just joining the program, just joining you guys and wanting to get involved, uh, with this virtual program. We have, there's a bronze, silver, gold, and platinum package. The bronze, uh, package is essentially for the newer person uh, that gets you three webinars. You basically to join us, you only have to pay the $250. We're going to waive our normal monthly premium uh, or sorry, monthly membership dues at least for 90 days. Cause we don't know how long this is going to last. So, so since we're switching over here, we're going to waive our uh, monthly membership due for brand new people to get in so that they can at least try this out, but they're not allowed to mail and different things like that. That's just for a new person It's strictly digital for the webinar program. Then for existing people who have been with us, uh, and of course, after 90 days, if things are normal, obviously, if they want to upgrade and go into our normal program where they can mail and have a territory and do all the other things that we are you know, known for doing so well, they'll have that option as long as that territory and everything is available at that time. Yeah. Uh, for existing people like yourself and you know other people in your group, there's the silver, gold, and platinum packages where you can, and the bronze too. That bronze package is $2,500, by the way. You get three webinars, 
um, the one-on-one training to learn how to set up the program. You get the academic coordinator, you get the FIA training, you get all that stuff and assistance in deployment. All those things are included in that. Uh, plus a 24-7 reservation call center. Digital signups are provided to you daily. You'll have a whole list of everybody that signs up so you can market to them and drip market and all those things you want to do. That's the bronze package for 2500 bucks, and anyone can do that, whether you're an existing member with us and your group or whether you're new just joining your group and want to try and, and join a few as well, you can do that. Is uh, that uh, Rick, real quick before the yeah. silver, is there a, a minimum number of uh, attendees for that 2,500? So we're estimating still on these, we're lowballing on this because this situation, you know, everybody's kind of trying to figure out exactly what this is going to look like. Um, we're saying seven to 12 attendees per webinar and we're going to give you three of those. Uh, we know from just over the last couple, last week or so, uh, people that have tried our program or tried to do webinars for us, they've, they've got like a 60% uh, appointment ratio out of those. So they're still getting three, four people, five people that want to have phone conversations and they're moving on to the next level from that. So even though it sounds like a lower number and we'd rather err on the low side than to promise 50, 60 people in a webinar, um, you know, you might get 50 or 60 registrations and that's a key difference too. It's a difference between registrations and attendees. Registrations, you might get 50 or 60 people to register uh, for a webinar, but maybe only half will show. And then out of that half, you might still lose about a good 25 to 30%, about 15, 15 minutes into your presentation. Um, so yeah. we're erring on the side of seven to 12 attendees for that silver program. Um, I'm sorry, for the bronze program. And then it kind of steps up 10 to 15, and then it, you know, it moves up from there. Okay. How about the silver? So silver's 10 to 15 attendees? Yep. Silver's 10 to 15. Uh, and again, these are estimates though. Again, you know, we can't obviously guarantee this stuff, but that's what we're expecting. Um, we've got, you get, you still get three webinars there. Uh, you get, it's $3,500, uh, for the actual silver program, but that combines with the digital marketing that we provide for you. Um, and again, we have lists that we can upload in there and give an actual list. We could do lookalike lists as well, but we can, we also can target actual people in your demographic and in your area and zip code around, you know, where your office is. And you can even expand that now because being able to do it virtually, you can go out 40 miles and it won't really matter as much as it used to when you're trying to get people to drive to a venue. Um, so What's 35, $3,500 on that. And there's 2,500 customized uh, mail pieces that goes out with that. So you're going to get either 11 by 17 mail, which is our kind of college course type mailer, uh, or the eight and a half by 11 full color mailer as well. Topic of your choice. Uh, and that's, again, you're going to get about 10 to 15 uh, on that. And that also still includes the reservation call center 24 seven live yep. uh, and the training and everything that goes with that. So the difference of the bronze to the silver is the 2,500 mail pieces? That's right. Okay. All right. But everything else is the same. You're filling it digitally, primarily bronze and silver, but you're layering in the 2,500 mail pieces for the silver one? That's right. And basically what's going to change on the, re on the other two is just we're going to add more mail uh, to those. So the gold is going to add 5,000 customized pieces of mail. It's $5,000, but it's, um, you know, you're obviously you're going to get a lot more people and 10 to 15 is going to probably go up to 15 to 20, which again, these are low ball estimates compared to what you actually probably get. Uh, but again, if you can get 15 to 20 people, if you got 20 people in there and you can get 60% close ratio, that's actually pretty good in this environment. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and then uh, a platinum is uh, 7,500 uh, pieces and it's $6,100, but you get five webinars out of that. And the gold is five webinars uh, as well over, and that's spread out over a two week span. Um, the webinars will be spread out over a two week span. So uh, gold and platinum are both five webinars. Right. Okay. Yeah. And um, okay. Okay. And it's 6,100 for the platinum. Yep, sixty-one seventy-five is the actual cost on that. I don't know how we came up with the seventy-five dollars, but it's sixty-one seventy-five, um, and uh, and so that's like I said, with seventy-five hundred pieces. Now, me personally, we put that there because we have some aggressive guys out there who look at that. And they don't balk at it. They're like, "Man, I'll take two, you know, give me two of those." Yeah. Um, but we, you know, I, I, me personally, as I'm looking at these. Know, the, the bronze, the silver, to me is is ample because you know you're still looking at a decent number of people. You're still primarily focusing on uh, digital to do it, and I think you're going to have some great success with both of those programs. Right. Yeah. Okay. Bronze twenty five hundred, silver thirty five hundred. Yep. Gold five thousand, platinum sixty one seventy five. But um. Yeah, it's the layering in the, the direct mail is the main thing, but you get the digital on, uh, and you get the lists on everything. Right? Yeah, you get the list on everything. We don't charge any extra for that. Um, so you'll get a full list of all the registrations, all the people that attend, all their contact information, everything is, is provided in that same cost. Great. All right. Well, thanks for uh, breaking this down for us. Looking forward to to this new uh, frontier, right, of uh, yeah. entering this uh, nonprofit adult education in a virtual environment. So thanks, uh, thanks so much for the time you spent with us today, Rick. And uh, we will continue to deliver valuable content to everybody who's uh, in attendance. So hopefully you got a lot out of today, but one thing I encourage you to do is do something. Take action, move forward, keep marketing, and get yourself ready and up to speed. Take our virtual courses, get yourself to the point where you're gonna operate as closely as possible to emulate the live experience you were able to give someone in a virtual environment. So a couple bumps in the road along the way you're gonna have, it's trial and error, but you're gonna get there and you're gonna have an entire new capability continue to grow your business into the future. Thanks for joining us and we'll be talking to you on the next podcast. The Rainmaker Multiplier on-demand series is brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity, a financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach to advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit ClarityToProsperity.com.